0: Down the Line Podcast with Tyler Hunt. It's storming outside because Brian Kelly's just raining in these recruits. That's a go, Tigers. You know, Joe Burrow, he was the one. (laughs) What's Brian Kelly going to do? I don't know. And now your host, of Down the Lines, Tyler Hunt. Hello and welcome to Down the Lines, episode number 143. After my hiatus (laughs) hiatus last week, uh, I I went on vacation, and I did not think I was going to be gone for an entire week. I ended up being gone for an entire week, so I had... My pods up for Monday and Tuesday and did not have them for the rest of the week. So now I'm kind of backlogged and I'm going to have to get back to it. So last week I did Vanderbilt and Missouri's season preview as I'm trying to go through the SEC East. This week I'm going to go ahead and finish the SEC East because I did the two worst schools in the East. I need to do the better schools in the East. So today we got South Carolina. I'm going to try to also get Kentucky done today. And then I will get Georgia out the way. Then we're going to go through LSU's season opponents in order, starting with Florida State, once I get through with the SEC East. So that's kind of uh, where we're at. On South Carolina. So South Carolina is an interesting team this year. South Carolina is a team that I am kind of excited about. They... They could have some All-Americans on this team. South Carolina is k- is kind of scary in the East. Now, I don't think they're going to vie for an SEC East crown by any means. I, I do think that Georgia is a step above them. I do think they can be scary for any person, I- I- any team on their schedule. Here's why. South Carolina returns nine starters on offense including quarterback Luke Doty, not including quarterback Spencer Rattler, who transferred from Oklahoma, who you probably know about as he was preseason number one overall pick last year, preseason Heisman favorite, um, had a great season at Oklahoma his sophomore year where he threw for 3,000 yards and 28 touchdowns. Last year, didn't, Didn't exactly go his his way. Um, Lost the number one overall pick status. Lost the Heisman status. Lost his starting job to Caleb Williams, who's now at USC with Lincoln Riley. Spencer Rattler is the biggest possible redemption comeback story in the NCAA. Sometimes you have to go to a different place for greener pastures. And here's why this South Carolina team can be very, very good. Like I said, they return nine starters on offense, including all five offensive linemen. Now, the offensive line wasn't terribly great last year, but you get an offensive line who is more comfortable with each other, has an entire off-season together. They started last year. All five of them started on the line last year, and they are all back. There's something to be said about experience, and this offensive line has over 100 career starts, which is a lot. On top of that, they have almost all of their production in the wide receiver room back. Plus, They get a transfer, a very, very, very good transfer in Antoine Wells from James Madison University, who set the record last year for most receiving yards, most touchdowns, and most receptions in James Madison football history. He was all Division II on about 20 different uh, publications. You get him coming in. You get another transfer coming in from Arkansas State. Plus, they get a couple of good high school commits in. On top of the fact, they were turning their entire receiving core pretty much from last year, including their starting tight end. So, this offense was, was good enough to win seven games last year, and they did not have a starting quarterback. They had four or five different starting quarterbacks and at one point in the season a graduate assistant was starting quarterback for them. You now replace graduate assistant with more talent and Spencer Rattler who if he comes out this year and does what he did two years ago which is not beyond the imagination this team could be the best offense in the East. Now Tennessee, and Georgia are going to have something to say about that. But Spencer Rattler has the skills and can make all the plays in the world. He messed up last year. Where really he wasn't bad. I have his stats pulled up right here. He completed 75% of his passes last year. For 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns, and five interceptions in like half the season. I think he threw three of those interceptions in the Texas game when he was pulled, and they put in Caleb Williams. Name another quarterback in the history of football who completed 75% of his passes and was benched, and I'll give you 100 bucks. I I doubt that that has ever happened, especially one that was preseason Projected number one overall draft pick. If Spencer Rattler can humble himself, can come to South Carolina in new scenery, new coaches. Oh yeah, by the way, Shane Beamer and both his offensive and defensive coordinators. It was all their first year coaching last year. All of them. In the in their respective positions. In the SEC and they went 7 and 6. They were 3 and 5 in the SEC. But I don't know if you remember this. Um LSU was 3 and 5 in the SEC last year. And their non-conference schedule wasn't great, but they did beat a North Carolina team in the was it the Duke's Mayo Bowl. This team played for Shane Beamer they won games they probably shouldn't have won they beat a florida team that was from reeling at the end of the season and on defense they still have jordan birch who was one of the one of the highest rated high school commits whenever he went to south carolina he spurned clemson and decided to go to south carolina also lsu was on that list i don't know if you remember that but South Carolina had a very good defensive front last year. It should be good as well this year. They returned three starters in the defensive backfield. This South Carolina team can be scary, and I think I think that their offense is going to take a big step forward because they even have Luke Doty as the backup quarterback, who started four games last year, who was two and two. He had some pretty decent numbers. Uh, but he was a he he was a high he was a top 100 prospect out of high school. He got hurt last year, uh, in summer camp, which is why he didn't start the season. Zeb Nolan started the season, and after three or four games, he got hurt. So, um, oh man, I'm blanking. What is his name? So Luke Doty came back came back in, and he started four games until he got hurt, and then another quarterback came in, and then by the um. By the Duke's Mayo Bowl, they had a wide receiver playing quarterback like LSU did last year, and they ended up winning that game. So, this is a team that that plays hard, who has some s- s- some some talent to go around, and in a pretty weak East, could possibly fight for that second position in the east behind Georgia and I, I think they might I mean let's let's go through this through this schedule real quick they start the season off with Georgia State they should win that game they should win that game against Georgia State. then they go to Arkansas week two to open the SEC. that's not the best possible start to the conference for them but also Arkansas isn't the worst team to play out of the West. That game's at Arkansas. I haven't exactly done my deep dive on Arkansas yet. I would possibly pick Arkansas to win that game in Arkansas. Arkansas has a good quarterback, but that could be one of the best quarterback matchups in the SEC, which is crazy to to even think of. But Arkansas, South Carolina, week two of the season, could be one of the best quarterback battles in the SEC. That's mind-blowing. Then they play Georgia week three, and uh, I'm I'm sorry, but that sucks for South Carolina. If this game was later on in the season, they might have a chance. I don't think they're going to have a chance week three. Could they make that game interesting? Maybe, but I will pick Georgia to win that game. Then they get a couple of easy wins in Charlotte and South Carolina State. They should blow the doors off of both those teams. Then you go to Kentucky. Now, Kentucky's a really 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 good to, good program um the game is at Kentucky but Kentucky likes to play defensive football uh South Carolina lost that game last year 16 to 10. against a good Kentucky team and this wasn't a great South Carolina team whenever they played them but that's kind of when they started making started playing better I will pick Kentucky to win that game I would not be surprised if South Carolina won. If South Carolina could beat Kentucky, that would be the game that could vault them into possibly second place in the SEC East. Then they go to Florida a lot. Then they play Texas A&M after a bye week. Now, Texas A&M, this is about the part of the season where we'll we'll find out if they fall apart or not. Texas A&M has a ton of talent. Obviously, they had number one recruiting class. If you want to tell me who the better quarterback is between Max Johnson or Spencer Rattler, I think that I would pick Spencer Rattler. Which team has the best around them? That might be Texas A&M. They might have stocked up enough talent by now. But also, you have no idea how Texas A&M is going to play at this point of the season. And this, this here, seventh game of the year, on the road is the type of games that Texas A&M loses. I would pick Texas A&M to win this game today, but in October when this game is being played, I would not be surprised if if my pick completely changes because Texas A&M at this point could be five and two or four and three, and the wheels are falling off. At the same time, they could be seven and zero. Oh. I don't know. Give be Texas A&M in that one against Missouri at home. Give me South Carolina. Easy. And then at Vanderbilt, give me South Carolina. Now, going to Florida, Florida's a team that we don't know what's going on with them yet. Um Florida's a team that's just like LSU. Could have a whole bunch of talent, has a brand new coach, uh, brand new scheme. I don't I don't know what to think about Florida. I don't think they're going to be as bad as they were last year. I think they're going to be a little bit better, but I also don't know if I obviously don't think there are be the Florida of old that was going and fighting for SEC East championships. I think it's going to take a couple of years under Billy Napier. I like South Carolina to beat Florida here on August second. Tennessee, this is this is the game that this is the game to watch. If if South Carolina can win this game after winning beating Kentucky, this could be a game where South Carolina finds himself second place in the East. Uh, which would be huge. The finish against Clemson, that's probably going to be a loss, especially because it's at Clemson. Clemson should take a huge step forward this year and get back into the national spotlight. So, by my by my count, real quick, let's see. You had win Georgia State, lost, loss Charlotte, South Carolina State, eh, Kentucky's a toss-up, Texas A&M's a toss-up, Missouri, Vanderbilt, Florida – I see South Carolina winning at least six games and going bowling again, which would be very good under Shane Beamer in his second year. But if South Carolina can find a way to be beat Kentucky, A&M, or Tennessee, find themselves with seven or eight wins, I think I think eight and four is probably the ceiling for South Carolina. Six or seven wins is probably where they want to be at. Um but I'm going to be excited to watch the South Carolina team this year, and I'm going to be excited to see if Spencer Rattler can go back into being the playmaker that he was as a sophomore at Oklahoma and what made him one of the top quarterback prospects in his respective uh, recruiting cycle. That's it for South Carolina. Next up, I'm going to be talking about Kentucky. that would probably be later on the day. So if you're listening to this, you could probably – Go ahead and click on that Kentucky link next, and I'll tell you what I think of Mark Stoop's program. But that'll do it for me here today, and I will catch y'all down the line.